Hi, world. It's Bella. Um, so I don't usually record this early. Usually it's like the middle of the night, but I was laying here. I have a really, really terrible headache. Um, and, uh, so I'm just kind of laying here with like an ice pack on my head. And I, cause I just, it started with me thinking of my narcissist. Um, and so, uh, I was thinking of him and then this urge to email him hit me and I haven't been doing that. So it's been a while. I haven't really paid attention to exactly how many days it's been no contact, but I'm day 590 post narcissistic abuse. Um, so I'm, I'm, you know, I was thinking about it. I'm like, my God, this is May in September. I will have left two years ago and it's just so fresh still. Um, granted I'm a lot better than I was. Um, but I still have these moments where I want to contact him and no contact is very hard for me. Um, I still have this belief that we had something special, that they weren't all lies, that the life wasn't a lie, that he could come around, that he could change, you know, and it's just so hard. It's just a, it's not an easy path and it takes work. I think every single day to, um, to actually come to terms with the fact that they, you know, from what I read and have read a lot about, you know, that they just cannot change. Um, I even asked my own therapist and she said people with any type of personality disorder, personality disorder, um, it is a very, very small percentage, like one or 2% of everyone, you know, that's diagnosed that can, um, even be aware enough that they have anything wrong with them, let alone to want to work to change it. So, um, you know, I guess I'm supposed to come to the terms and accept the fact that he is the same way and will not change and will not get better. But um, I just feel like no matter what he does to me, no matter how awful it is, no matter how much I've cried and how many times I've almost ended my own life, um, eventually it seems like the anger and the the pain, not really the pain, but the, the anger and the hurt wear off eventually. And then I'm back to like missing him and wishing I could, uh, <laughs> contact him or see him or, um, you know, just talk to him or whatever again. And even though I know that he is the hot stove and every time I do that and touch it, I get burnt and, um, and it never fails. It's never different. Um, over and over, you know, um, I tried over the past two years, almost two years since I've been gone and reaching out or anything is met with just aggression and horrible, horribleness. I don't know how other, I don't know another way to put it. Um, so I just, you know, I like to give people hope that, you know, you're going to heal and it might take some work, but you're going to, I have been slowly but surely I'm a lot better off, but I still hurt. And now I feel like I've just come to the point where I'm almost like, you know, I just won't, I try not to let myself succumb to the painful feelings anymore. I try to really stay in the present moment because the future is uncertain, which scares me. Starting my life over um, at 44 years old um, is a very scary thing for me. Um, and you know, so the future will make me anxious. And as they say, living and thinking in the past makes you depressed. And I start thinking of all the things he did to me. And lately I've been, um, 
I came across some texts from the summer of 2015 and conversations I had with a friend and I was talking to her about him and it just reiterates to me how awful he was and how um, I was just completely going off the deep end, withdrawing from medication, having a complete nervous breakdown. He left me, you know, it was just so much to deal with. Um, and I came across some things that I wrote and I was like, oh my God, not only was I hurting so bad, but also... I felt bad for things I was saying about him, like, oh, he, you know, um, he should just die. Sometimes I wish he would just die, you know, and I can't believe I would say that. I feel awful. Like, he's a monster, um, and he has caused me more pain than anybody I've ever known in my life, and I've lived through a lot of painful, awful stuff, um, but he is more brutal than anybody I've ever known. <laughs> He, he's just so cruel and the things that he says and does and has said and done and continues to do are just absolutely awful. Um, but I still um, have this drive to want to be with him and it's just so frustrating. Uh, and, and so like, but, but, but anyways, I, um, I feel sad because of no matter what he did to me, I still am a human being with a heart and I'm an empath and a very sensitive person. And I feel sad for things that I've done. Like, I mean, um, uh, after we had moved into that apartment before we split up in 2015, um, he had been treating me so bad that I, um, I was trying to tell him I didn't want to be together anymore. And I didn't even know how I would handle that split up. I just didn't know, you know, um, what was going to uh, take place and, you know, uh, but I know that I couldn't stand being treated bad anymore. And um, he was really at me and something fierce because, you know, my weight was climbing and that was making him more angry and he was attacking me more and more. And then I would gain more out of nervousness and depression and anxiety, eating for all and eating for comfort because he was so mean and, you know, wanting to neglect me that I would find comfort in food. And, um, and so it was really terrible. And so we went, I told him we needed to talk and I sat down and I told him that I didn't feel the same way about him anymore. Um, and I just didn't feel the same anymore. And he was like, ah, oh, I kind of knew it was coming, but I thought, I hope it would just wait until my dad passed away. But um, I was like, but nonetheless, I didn't really want the relationship to end. I wanted him to stop treating me bad. And I didn't know how to ask um, properly. And even though I'd went to him in the past about being mean to me, it was just getting worse and worse. And I thought maybe, I guess I must have thought, well, if I threaten that I don't want to be together anymore, maybe he'll say, well, I'll be nicer. Or let's figure out what's wrong. But he didn't. It was more like, okay, now we'll just, you know. And so we lived together. We, we had planned to split up after Christmas because my father-in-law was coming down to visit and from, from way up north and we were in the south. And um, so... Uh, we decided, and I think that was like in October, I told him that. And so we were going to wait until after Christmas. And he was terrible to me from then on out. Um, just being awful was so much worse than he ever had been because he, I guess in his mind, I was leaving him and he had no reason to be nice to me. And he was already was not feeling much like being nice to me as it was. So uh, now it was just going to get even worse for me. 
Um, but I look back and think, wow, I didn't really mean that. I was in love with him still, and I loved him with all of my heart still, and I wanted our marriage to work. I just wanted him to quit being mean, and I did that instead, and that was hurtful. And being a human being with a big heart and being sensitive and extra sensitive for the most part as being an empath, and also ideally believe I'm a highly sensitive person in HSP as well um, because everything just causes me such deep, pain that it's just hard to even describe. I feel all kinds of things more intensely and noises upset me and, um, you know, fast movement sometimes, um, you name it. It's just, I have to really kind of keep, I try to keep my world very quiet and peaceful now because that's the most comfortable place I can be is usually just alone and peaceful. (laughs) Um, I like that because I can keep other people from interfering with my, um, you know, stress level or whatever, when I'm alone, I can make sure that if I need the TV down really low, or just want to sit in the dark, or I want to sleep late, or I want to be alone, it's just the easiest for me. But so I've been reminiscing on, unfortunately, my mind has been drifting to these things. And I thought, wow, I didn't have to do that to him. I could have said what I meant. I could have said, I love you. And I don't want us to split up. But I can't be you know, you can't keep treating me like this. Something's got to give. You need to stop. You need to get help. You need anger management. You need something, you know, um, rather than saying that I didn't want to be with him anymore because then until he did pack up and leave, which he never did until May, because we both kind of held on while fighting like cats and dogs. Um, it was hard for us to let go of each other. I think even with him wanting to get rid of me sometimes and, uh, me feeling fed up with the way he was treating me. It was really hard for us to let go of each other because we'd been together for so very long. Um, so we'd fight and fight and fight and we would think we should split up. We really wouldn't know how to go about it or have the nerve to do it or the backbone to do it. Cause neither of us really wanted to think to be alone, you know, without each other. We always had each other there. Um, so it was hard, but, uh, it was more than hard. It was excruciating. It was one of the hardest things I'll ever have to go through. And I truthfully, and I've been through a lot, but I look back and I think, wow, I really couldn't. Um, I just don't know how I did this stuff that I did, um, all through my life, to be honest, how did you make it through that? How did you make it through that? I look back at my life and think that, and I'm sure you've done that with your life too, where you look back and you think, wow, I don't know where I got the strength to do that, you know, or make it through that okay, you know, coming out okay at the end. And I look at that through all of the stuff, you know, uh, that I've been through in my life. And I'm like, whoa, even looking back at this last almost two years now, um, when I first got back home to my hometown, very, you know, far away from him, um, and on my own for the first time, pretty much ever. Oh my God. You know, it was just like, I thought I would die. I really did. There were so many days I wished I would, uh, just, crying until I got terrible eye infections. Um, literally I'd cry for weeks on end and not be able to stop until I'd get this just terrible eye infection and have to go to the doctors and get medicine and drops and stuff. And that happened to me a few times and periods of not being able to eat or wanting to eat and dropping weight, which I needed anyway. So I'm not complaining about, but, um, periods of eating entirely too much going at the opposite end of the spectrum, ups, downs, crying fits till my stomach cramps up and I'm, you know, you feel like you're just ripping muscle because you're in so much pain because you're crying so hard and this feeling of loss and grief. And then you start thinking about the future and what am I going to do? You know, I don't have him, you know, to help me through things and 
granted, he was usually a nightmare around stressful situations anywhere that made him just his anger and fits of rage just ignited and went crazy around stressful times and holidays and birthdays and anything else typical of narcissist ruining. Um, but he wasn't a whole lot during extremely stressful situations. He was just mean and we'd fight and it would usually make it worse. So I don't know what I think I'm missing out on, but I'm thinking, you know, I'm getting to that age where my parents are getting old and they're not going to be here forever. And on one of these days I'm going to lose them or somebody really, really close to me. And I'm not going to have anybody here to even give me a hug, you know, and it just starts to freak me out. Um, I think that I, um, miss him, you know, like, like for instance, tonight I had uh, some company. I had a cousin that I haven't seen in forever come visit with his wife and child and stuff. And I was starting to feel not well toward the end of the visit. And so I was like thinking, oh boy, I hope they go soon. But I was loving the visit, but I just started to get a really bad headache and not feel great. And um, after they did leave, you know, it's weird because you want everybody to go when you don't feel well and you just want to be alone, you know, then you just want everybody to go. But yet I just wished that he was here, you know, um, when I was coming in, I thought, oh my God, like I missed my, my ex-husband. Um, I was like, I wish he was here with me right now. Like that we could just tell these people good night and thanks for coming and go sit down together on the couch and I could lay my head on his chest or, you know, um, he could rub my head like he would do sometimes when I didn't feel well. And it's just like, I think maybe I'm, I am starting to miss, um, you know, like having someone to be alone with that you want to be alone with at night. I think that's like the biggest thing right there is, you know, not necessarily somebody just to be alone with, but somebody that you really like to be alone with. Um, when he was nice to me, I really enjoyed our life together. Um, when his good side was out, I loved him. Of course, I guess that's the whole point. Otherwise, why would I stay all these years? Um, that's why he did what he did, I guess. But, um, you know, uh, nonetheless, I think I feel afraid to a degree that what if I don't ever find somebody who meshes with me to the point where that's the person I want to be. I want to say goodbye to everybody else and just go home with that person and be able to sit with them when I'm not feeling well and want that because anybody else in the world, when I'm not feeling well, I don't want to be around anybody. You know, I just want to go like home alone, go to my room, lay down. Sorry, my dog is being difficult right now. Um, so, uh, you know, there isn't, I can't really say that there's anybody else out there besides him that I'm like, oh, I want to be with that person when I'm not feeling well. <laughs> no, no, no. He's probably the only person I feel like that about and have felt like that about, um, you know, no matter how sick I was, there was never a time when I didn't really want him there, um, unless he was being mean to me. And then I would just, you know, prefer to just at least go in another room and just feel uncomfortable and wait out the mood swing, fit of rage, temper tantrum, whatever the case may have been at the time. Um, but day 590, post-narcissistic abuse. I still miss him. I still haven't accepted the fact 100% that this isn't happening and should never happen again with him. Um, and then he's just a liar and, uh, you know, a wolf in sheep's clothing and stuff like that. Um, and so... I just want to kind of give everybody an idea, you know, um, it's been a lot of days and I'm still completely healing. I'm not hundred percent healed. So it just goes to show the longer you stay, the longer you're going to have to suffer, you know, um, when you're healing, but there is hope it will get better. I promise. Um, uh, but I have no idea 
when the missing him is going to completely go away because it hasn't for me yet. So I can't, you know, I certainly, I'm sure everybody's different, you know, um, I just wonder if maybe there's going to come a day where finally I'm like, yes, I don't want him anymore. And I have felt those moments, but then they kind of fade and I go back to this. I'm wondering if it's just going to start staying for longer and longer stretches when I get that. Oh, I, I loathe him. I don't want anything to do with him feeling ever again. And I don't feel anything except sorry for him. Um, because it does come and, and it seems like it's staying a little more, but it goes back away again, you know, uh, until something else happens that upsets me and then I go back to it again or whatever, or I just, but lately I've been feeling lonely missing him of the comfortability factor and the familiarity of having him there with me through things like just not feeling good at night, you know, and wanting somebody just to snuggle up to missing holding on and getting hugs you know for a long period of time by somebody that you're you know romantically involved with and stuff like that it's just a good feeling and I do miss that and him and that aspect but I guess I haven't come to complete terms with the fact that the bad times were so bad that they just weren't even worth it um I wonder what would have happened had I left a long time ago <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, I think I'm going to continue to rest with my ice pack. This headache doesn't seem to be letting up and reaching out like this is AA and you guys are my sponsor when I feel like I'm going to email him. Um, it, it didn't help the headache tonight. I was hoping it would get out some energy or something that would maybe ease things up, but it didn't. But it did help getting things off my chest and it kept me from emailing him for another however many minutes that I've been talking and hopefully I won't now tonight either. So I hope everybody, you know, um, I wish everybody comfort along their healing process. Um, please stop by my website, lifewithasociopath.net or affairwiththedarkside.com. It'll forward you there and register for my forum so we can all talk there about our healing process and, and everything else. I really, really like that. Um, and so, yeah, definitely check out my site. I have a lot of good, um, I have some good things there that can help you during your healing as well. So definitely stop by and all right, have a good night. Take care of yourself.